0: It is the Everything is Marketing Podcast. My name is Eric Hulkerin. It is Saturday morning, and we are straight out of podcasts. Marketers ruin everything. Welcome to the Everything is Marketing Podcast. What I don't want to do is to pretend this is show number one. What would the hero of your life's movie do right now? Do that. Do those things. All right, so it is Saturday, and I have yet to go see straight out of Compton. It is on the uh, agenda for this weekend, but I wanted to uh, get a podcast to accompany the piece that I wrote earlier this week that was talking about Dr. Dre dro- dropping excuse me the Compton soundtrack and kind of how he let go of the uh, drama that was surrounding detox and just kind of did his thing while that 's happening, uh, the album comes out. And the people behind the movie, Straight Outta Compton, released this uh, website, com that you can do whatever you want. So straight out of Grand Rapids, straight out of Chicago, straight out of wherever. Um, and it really, really started to take off uh, over the weekend, right? And you had a whole bunch of people creating memes about... Uh, you know the Ikea sharks straight out of toilet paper uh, photos of Barack Obama saying straight out of terms um, straight out of heaven for Jesus straight out of a litter box for kittens all of the uh, usual suspects showed up on the internet and then of course you had brands jumping in on this because it was a meme and who can ignore a great meme right you have uh, Jimmy John's jumped in on it Snickers jumped in on it Whataburger was in on it 7-Eleven was in on it the Buffalo Bills were in on it Sonic the Hedgehog was straight out of rings which was one of my favorite ones and a university in it um Brand after brand after brand after brand after brand uh, got in on this, and it obviously caught fire and The reason I bring that up is because it was able to create this this rumble and get all of these people you know as you talk about marketing and putting people through a sales funnel or a marketing funnel or a branding funnel, right You start with what and end with what you start with brand recognition, getting them to understand what the brand is and start to buy in and by the time they buy in they 're taking an action and what is that action this weekend it 's buying movie tickets. And on Thursday night, the movie had grossed $4.96 million doesn't sound like a lot of money especially when you're you're you know reading pieces where everybody including myself are complaining about uh the director from fantastic four essentially costing that movie nearly 60 million dollars in the tweet telling people not to go out and see it so this movie opening night thursday night midnight showing or what they now call late showings because they can do them at eight o'clock brings in 4.96 million dollars that number is important friends and i'm about to tell you why It's important because when Mission Impossible opened, which was the best Mission Impossible opening, I believe, in the history of the franchise, it opened with $4 million. So this movie is tracking a million dollars better than Mission Impossible. It is on track to be $50 million in the first weekend. And so if you read my piece about Fantastic Four, uh, you probably know where this is going. If you did not, the gist of it is this. When Josh... The director of Fantastic Four tweeted out that, hey, I was going to do this really cool movie, and then, ah, oh, if it wasn't for the studio, you would have seen this magnificent thing, and you probably should stay home because it's it's pretty terrible. So uh, people did, and it had a $26 million opening weekend for a movie that cost around $200 million, right? Reverse that, you get all of these people starting to uh, talk about this movie, get really fired up about this movie. It's obviously a musical um, moment in time that a ton of people of a certain age, me being one of them, are very excited to be a part of the actual movie and see what it looks like on the screen. On top of that, you're getting the zeitgeist. The spirit of the day is all of these people are creating this meme, sharing this meme, putting this meme out there, and everybody is talking about this website straight out of so they can do whatever they want to do with their straight out of you know there was obviously uh, you know there was straight out of Degrassi for Drake straight out of responses for Meek Mill it goes on and on and on and on and on and that equates to people excited about going to be part of the end result of this funnel this movie funnel if you will which is going opening weekend and as I Talked about in the Fantastic Four piece, and I will talk about here. Movies live and die by word of mouth. And the word of mouth from Rotten Tomato heading into this was, this movie is amazing. So people were already fired up. They're now dealing in the social space. It's on BuzzFeed. It's on Vox. It's all over the place. People are talking about it. Now they get to go check it out. It's doing a million dollars better than Mission Impossible did, right? A huge summer blockbuster juxtaposed with you know a biopic about... NWA, which is really, really interesting. And $50 million in that opening weekend is a huge, huge deal. And I could not be more excited to watch this whole thing kind of manifest itself because I I really feel when you've got all of your branding on point, And you've got people who shouldn't be talking about your movie talking about your movie. That's what you need to do. And Universal, which is the studio behind this, is having an insane year with these hits after hits after hits after hits. And if you juxtapose that to what's happening with Fox this year and specifically with what happened to Fantastic Four, there has been... Two terrible fantastic more four movies prior to this one, and now this one is is pretty terrible, and some of it equates to the fact that the director comes out and tells people not to go so the, these are two marketing plays, one of them explodes in your face and costs you anywhere from it was tracking to do forty fantastic four was tracking to do forty, I believe, so uh, you know industry insiders will say that that tweet that was since deleted, you're famous. I tweeted it, then I deleted it. So it's not really, re- it's real. Everything lives on the cloud forever. Nothing is deleted. Remember that. In fact, if you're only going to get one tattoo, it should be on your wrist and just say, anything I put on the internet is there forever, just so you, that you remember. Um, so that goes out there and costs, what, $14 million to this franchise that needed to have a big weekend because movies like Ant-Man are having huge years. And this is, a a, a by and large, uh, a comic book, character that very many people were not familiar with. Probably even less people familiar with Ant-Man than they were with Guardians of the Galaxy. Both of those movies excel. Why? Well Brand Equity and Chris Pratt which obviously exploded after Guardians of the Galaxy this one Ant-Man a little bit different because Paul Rudd has a ton of equity going into it and people just like to see him and they know that he has the chops to do this sort of character Uh, Fantastic Four is quite the shame because of course uh, the guy who's playing uh, um Reed Richards uh, is the kid who's from Whiplash, which is an amazing movie, and now he's known for doing this terrible Fantastic Four, which is crippled by this one tweet. And then here we are this weekend, everybody is talking about Straight Outta Compton. All I see in my Twitter feed is people going, hey, have you seen it? I want any any reviews. Who's going to go check it out? Hey, have you seen it? How many times have you seen it? Should I go see it? When should I go see it? $50 million this thing is going to do. And I would say, one, it's the quality of the picture. Two, it's the moment of time. And there was an article in The Atlantic that I would love your feedback on and and get your thoughts on. It was talking about how um, this sort of music, this uh, music that has a message behind it, this music that gets involved in the politics or the spirit of what is happening in the culture, uh, is really missing. And, And I know people will say, Run the Jewels. They'll say, Killer Mike and they'll say Kendrick Lamar. And, and I will say, yes, those guys are doing it. Uh, Talib Kweli is doing that. Q-Tip has do, I mean, there's a million, Rhymefest does that stuff. But from a mainstream perspective, about the only one of those that has a mainstream poll right now, is Kendrick and his mainstream pull, like as far as having hit singles um, is usually when he's tied to another artist, like a Taylor Swift or um, imagine dragons like on his own in the top 40 scheme. He's, he's not as mainstream as I think people would want him to be. And so, The fact that people are gravitating towards this movie, I think, speaks to the fact that from a marketing perspective, both in movies, uh, it's going to be the biggest um, musical, I believe, uh, of all time, opening weekend. I think $50 million is... is Pitch Perfect might have beat it, but I think for the type of movie, maybe musical biopic is the genre, we will call it, but it's going to break a whole bunch of records. So people want to go see this sort of thing, and I think there's a huge hole in music that isn't being filled by this type of music. Uh, you know, when you, when you have a summer like this with uh, Cheerleader is a hit song, uh, Whip Nene is a hip song. Anything Florida does is a hit song. Anything Pitbull does is a hit song. But none of those things are talking to what's actually happening in the climate of the day. And I I think you partner that feeling and that need and that want from a marketing perspective with the momentum that they have with this social media marketing campaign. And I I think that's why you see the amount of people pouring into the theaters this week, into the tune of $50 million. So congrats to those guys. I cannot wait to see it on Sunday. Uh, And I'll, of course tell you about it on Monday, which I'm also really excited because that likely will be episode 100, which I'll be doing in the fine city of Detroit um, with two amazing people who are doing a podcast about being an extraordinary human being in the auto industry. So if you're somebody who goes, oh, I don't ever want to buy a car because it's just this terrible experience with these terrible people, you're going to love Monday because these people are not that and their podcast is magnificent. Um, and we will talk all about it on Monday as we hit episode 100. Tomorrow you will get, uh, I think I'll do a flashback. Uh, so you'll have an old school interview from me that I'll package up so you can enjoy some um, <laughs> when I was a little bit rougher around the edges, I will say. Okay, before we leave for a Saturday, I hope you have a whole bunch of amazing things planned. I do want you to start checking out uh, Taco Bell. We've been talking about Snapchat and how you should jump on Snapchat. And Taco Bell is doing some really interesting stuff. If you didn't see yesterday, they had some two really great things in the story play. And I, I know we've been banging this over the head that uh, stories is, is where you should put your stuff because you're not going to get into the publisher platform or the discover platform. And Taco Bell is taking full advantage of it. They had um, a uh, like a little story about one of their uh, freezes, and you could drink all the freeze and then use the cup to plant a plant and then they asked for names of the plant, named the plant Bell. It was this great uh, snap series of snap stories that I thoroughly enjoyed. And then they had two characters that had never met before but looked very similar and met at Taco Bell, ordered the same thing. Some really great ability to connect not only uh, the stories to make you want to be a part of the brand and, and how they tell their stories, but just the way that they're using the platform. They are doing some really killer stuff on uh, Snapchat. So I would say jump on those guys uh, and check that out. And again, Mashable is one of the other ones that I think is doing a great job that isn't in the publisher platform because they're doing things like Tech Tuesday. And I think Tech Tuesday is one of their strongest outings. So make sure you check those guys out as well. I want to say I had one more thing I wanted to talk about, but... It is slipping my mind uh, as it would on a weekend. So have an awesome weekend. You'll get another podcast tomorrow. And then Monday, we're in Detroit for episode 100. Hope you will join us. If you are listening to this on iTunes, do me a favor. The reviews, they are killer. They help out a lot positive or negative. I care not which direction you decide to go. I care only that you have 10 seconds to give me some sort of feedback because it's tremendously helpful. Also, this is on Podbean. So Podbean uh, has an app that's available on iOS and now on Android. So you can listen to it there too if you would not like to listen to it on iTunes. If you don't like that ecosystem, I absolutely understand. Speaking of Apple, uh, that is what I wanted to talk about. Um, They have uh, submitted some sort of paperwork that they are working on a uh, um, driverless car. So, We'll dig into that story next week and uh, see what that means for all of us and how that goes from watch wearables to uh, driverless cars. We'll break all that down next week. All right, have an awesome Saturday. We'll talk tomorrow. It is the Everything is Marketing Podcast.